welcome to our service. Yesterday across the world, people gathered, mostly virtually, but some in this country at a very moving ceremony at the National Memorial Arboretum to remember the 75th anniversary of BJ Day. This is the day that the Second World War finally ended, and it follows closely on the marking of the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki two weeks ago, which finally brought the war to a close. It's been a very different feel to the victory in Europe Day, which was marked with celebrations just a few months ago. This anniversary, because of the use of atomic bombs and the horrific suffering of so many in prisoner of war camps, this anniversary is more somber, more thoughtful. It seems to fit better the present mood of so much of the world. There are celebrations, but mostly small personal ones. There is thanksgiving, but muted more by a sense of relief than victory. So we gather today to share our voices, present and virtual, in remembrance, thanksgiving, and praise. We are gathered together as the family of God to offer praise and thanksgiving, to ask forgiveness of our sins, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek God's grace, that through Jesus Christ our Lord and in the power of the Holy Spirit, we may give ourselves to God's service. Let us come before God confessing our sins and seeking God's forgiveness. You raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the broken in heart. Christ, have mercy. You make one by your Spirit the torn and divided. Lord, have mercy. O Lord, all we long for is before you and our deep sighing is not hidden from you. But we acknowledge our wickedness, we are filled with the sorrow at our sin. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver us. O Lord, make haste to help us. May the Lord forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, with God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, we worship you. We give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Collect for Peace Almighty God, from whom all thoughts of truth and peace proceed, kindle in the hearts of all people the true love of peace, and guide with your pure and peaceable wisdom 
those who take counsel for the nations of the earth, that in tranquility your kingdom may go forward, till the earth is filled with the knowledge of your love, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 133 Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life for evermore. Psalm 134 Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary, and bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel is from Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse 17. That brought him to his senses. He said, All those farmhands working for my father sit down to three meals a day, and here I am starving to death. I'm going back to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against God. I have sinned before you. I do not deserve to be called your son. Take me on as a hired hand. He got up and went home to his father. When he was still a long way off, his father saw him. His heart pounding, he ran out and embraced his son and kissed him. The son started his speech. Father, I have sinned against God. I have sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son ever again. But his father wasn't listening. He was calling the servants, quick, bring a clean set of clothes and dress him. Put the family ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then get a grain-fed heifer and roast it. We are going to have a feast. We are going to have a wonderful time. My son is here, given up for dead and now alive, given up for lost and now found. Give thanks to God for this, his glorious gospel. strong sense of unfinished business which surrounds the marking of the 75th anniversary of VJ Day. Lacking an atmosphere of celebration, even calling it Victory in Japan Day, somehow feels inappropriate, because for many, although it felt like the end of a conflict, the end to war, it did not feel very much like a victory. Like most of you, I'm not old enough to remember the Second World War. My own father served in the Pacific with the U.S. Army, but he never, ever talked about his experiences during the war. It was only after his death that we found among some family papers a meritorious certificate of commendation, which he received for helping to rescue the crew of a superfortress airplane, which had crashed into the sea off the island of Saipan, where he served as a station as a radio officer. The war in the Far East is a war of unfinished business. 
as are all of the conflicts still ongoing across our world today. There is much unfinished business to remember on VJ Day, which affects people across the world today. Physical, mental, and spiritual pain, damaged lives still paying the cost, unhealed wounds of countless human spirits, and the wounded memories of many more. Because the damage here was not just in conventional conflict, but in the prisoner of war camps, forced labor, and the atomic bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. We can talk of reconciliation and of forgiveness, as we often do on VE Day, but here this may be the wrong starting point. Today we still need to talk of unfinished business, because there are still stories to be told. Because so many veterans of the war in the Pacific, like my father, either did not speak of their experiences or took a long time to tell their stories, we have to begin with remembering. The memories of those who served are known at one level through films like Bridge on the River Kwai or Pearl Harbor, or TV series like Tenko. And the big anniversaries have each time brought more stories to light, moving and difficult revelations from men and women who experienced firsthand the horror of the war in the Far East. People like Captain Sir Tom Moore, that amazing man who raised millions for NHS charities. His efforts in the sponsored walk reflect the grit and determination of many who survived this sometimes forgotten area of conflict in the Far East. While there is remembering at some level, there is still a strong sense of pain and suffering, which is unacknowledged for many even today. The Pacific is distant in space, half a world away from us. Distant in time, 75 years, and distant in understanding of the experience for those who were not there. I did not learn even the little bit I know about my father's experience until VJ Day had been marked for over 50 years. Remembering open and honest willingness to share stories is what begins the process of healing, which leads to reconciliation and forgiveness. Naming wounds, especially the hidden ones that damage us most, is a good beginning. This plea for the honest sharing of stories, both individual and institutional, is what fuels the current Black Lives Matter movement, because there is much unfinished business here, too. The cost of forgiveness is high, as our Gospel reading this morning reminds us. We heard the ending of a familiar story of the prodigal son, or as it should more correctly be called, the story of the forgiving father. The story tells us that forgiveness does not include forgetting our memories. On the contrary, it is about remembering honestly, including mistakes and wrongdoing. The cost of forgiveness is about letting go of the bitterness and resentment, resentment which we often hold on to dearly. The picture of forgiveness, the picture of God's forgiveness, is the forgiving father opening wide his arms and welcoming home his beloved son, regardless of what he has done. Sometimes accepting from God the gift of being able to forgive may be the only way to finish unfinished business. The cost of forgiveness may seem high, but the reward is higher. Forgiveness gives us back our memories. We no longer need to shut them out, 
or to try unsuccessfully to forget. We are given the memories back and we are able to remember without the pain that disables us. If memories of war in the Pacific are particularly on our minds this weekend, it reminds us that we all have unfinished business of one sort or another in our lives. We all carry bitterness and resentment over experience of events, people who have hurt us or damaged us. It is the restlessness of this unfinished business which draws us towards God, seeking reconciliation, forgiveness, and healing. St. Paul, if I may take the liberty of paraphrasing him, sums it up nicely when he says, Nothing in the heights or depths of our experience can separate us from the love of God found in Christ Jesus. The story of the forgiving Father reminds us that no amount of unfinished business in our lives is great enough to separate us from the love of God. The answer to unfinished business, the answer to damaged lives and wounded memories, the answer to suffering is hope, hope in the love of God to reach out to us in Christ and draw us to forgiveness and healing. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. invites us to hold the needs of the world, friends and loved ones before him. And so loving our neighbours as ourselves, we offer our thanksgivings and prayers on behalf of the church and the world. Faithful God, we pray today for your blessing to be upon this congregation, both here and listening at home, and for your presence to be seen in all we do and say each day. We pray that your love will flow freely in and through us, and all who minister to congregations throughout the world, especially Mark, our Bishop and Primus, and Cathy here in Strathnairn. We pray too for persecuted Christian believers and for minority Christian communities where they are under pressure and for all those who suffer for their faith. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator God, we pray for all in authority that they may never be tempted to abuse or misuse their power. May all those leading nations currently dealing with increasing threat from coronavirus decide on sensible ways to manage the threat to their peoples. We pray for the people of Lebanon as they rebuild their city and choose a new government. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father God, 
We pray for the times when our blinkered vision prevents us from taking care of our family or the wider community by the actions we take. Help us to prioritise the needs and safety of others by following the rules regarding prevention of the spread of COVID-19 and to be sensitive to the feelings of those who may have different needs to our own. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, friend of those in need, your Son Jesus can free us from our burdens and heal our bodies and spirits. We pray for those still burdened, who seeking healing, those in need within the church and the world. We pray too for those suffering from addiction of any kind and ask that you help them to put the temptation behind them. In a moment of silence, please name in your hearts those on your mind who need prayer at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, we commend into your hands those who have departed this life, especially the victims of this week's train crash near Stonehaven. You gave them breath and loved them through their journey of life. Receive them now at the end of that journey into your eternal presence, and may they rest in everlasting peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God, as we go out into the world, we pray that we may reflect your love in our families, our church and our community, so that the world can witness that we are followers of Christ and draw others into his loving care. Merciful Father, <clears throat> accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. join our prayers in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. May it be a lantern to our feet, a light upon our paths, and a strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve all people in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in all his works. You renew the face of the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, 
be with you and all those for whom you have a care, this day and evermore. Amen.